I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio from 1 to 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken on demand. The podcast on the iHeart app, hosted shortly after 4 o'clock, and there's just two days left of Ken. Second to last day before Ken disappears, goes away. And uh, we continue the celebration of Ken's existence. Uh, we've got uh, several uh, farewell messages. We do again today. Yes, yes. Actually, I have a back- anybody I know. Huh? Uh, yes, you know all these people, and they still were willing to give a farewell message. Would you pay them? Which <laughs> shows that how big they are. Who and are they? These are deep fakes. Uh, and then we have a couple of uh, old clips to play to today. Uh, uh, they got to leave something for tomorrow. We've got we've got plenty for tomorrow too. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't really trust you in charge. It just doesn't make sense because you're not good at that. No, I'm not. He's no. done a very good job, Ken. I must say. It's lucky to have him in the chair, remembering to be here for the show. <laughs> well, Rolling his chair down the hallway <laughs> like an old guy in a home. I'm trying to grow. <laughs> you're trying I'm trying to, to mature, <laughs> reach my full potential. <laughs> well, I saw. I clicked today. The Facebook. It's already the John Cobelt show. Oh, there you go. I'm already gone. I've been, Is I've it been really? decapitated. Yeah. It's at the John Cobelt Facebook page. No I'm kidding. What's supposed to happen yet? <laughs> <laughs> I've already been offed. Well, I was a little uh, premature, but what are you going to do? All right. Well, let's start with a really, really important story. As you know, they're in Dubai at the latest climate conference. And the question is, did John Kerry, 
our climate envoy to the world, the former Secretary of State, presidential candidate, United States Senator from Massachusetts. Did he or did he not emit a fart while speaking in Dubai? <laughs> I think he blew a big one. <laughs> and I think it's very clear on the on the recording. He was telling the audience that the climate crisis and the health crisis are one and the same. Well, I'm talking about some study that states cold doubles the number of deaths compared to other types of pollutions. When a squeak could be heard. Well, we have uh, we have some audio. I so I wouldn't describe it as a squeak. Well, that's I how the Daily Mail put it. Called it a squeak. I thought it was more of a like a, 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 a lower pitch. No, kind of just kind of a muffled mm. like that. Well, let, let's play it. I find myself getting more and more militant because I do not understand how adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And, and the reality is that um, the climate crisis and the health crisis are one and the same. I, I, it's like a little trumpet sound. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it there. Can, yeah. can you can you isolate that? Right? All right, he, he's gonna uh, short. Oh, he is seventy nine years old, so yeah, keep so that in mind. Things are getting leaky. Daily basis. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what could be the possible explanations for that? Um. <laughs> Daily basis. Um. It's kind of like it's like a comma. Could it be the chair? People always say that. My chair but squeaks. There was a woman sitting next to him from <laughs> CNN, and, yes. and she very demurely uh, covered her mouth. She covers her, her mouth. Yeah, her, I saw that. Her eyes bugged out a little bit. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, that's her name is Becky Anderson, managing editor of CNN Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Now think of the irony. This is a climate conference. Farts do do contain methane, methane don't they? Right. He, he so he admitted at the biggest event in the world about climate trouble. And methane lasts like eighty times longer than carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Oh, and seventy-nine-year-old methane. 79. That's really old methane. Daily basis. <laughs> I think he's just playing an instrument. He's just he wanted to accentuate his. Uh, you know what? And I wouldn't have even been sure that that's what happened, except when I saw the clip of of the CNN woman next to him, and and she looks. She a does startled. cover her mouth, yeah, yeah. Right. just she, in case she yeah. didn't want to breathe. She's it got in. her left hand over a cheek in her mouth as right, she looks yeah. at Kerry. Oh my word! Did Let's you, hope that goes in the other direction. Did you just do that? <laughs> did you just... Yeah, there's your climate envoy. <laughs> I'm watching the video right now, and yeah. Uh... Oh yeah. She... She turns and kind of, and then she covers her hand to her mouth like, oh, no. <laughs> Daily basis. What is wrong with us? That's unbecoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the last things I wanted to do on the show. Examine as to whether or not John Kerry farted. This is how you're going at out. At a climate conference. I, this is how I'm going out. <laughs> this is what you worked all your life for. He did have something to say about what we brought up yesterday. Remember, we mentioned yesterday that the president of this climate conference, who's like a big guy with, with the oil company in, in oh, that part of the world. Yeah, Sultan, uh, Chief Sultan Al-Jabir or Jabir? Jabir, yes. Right. He, uh, he, he had told everybody that there's uh, no scientific evidence uh, that uh, there's global warming being caused by uh, carbon dioxide emissions. Hmm. 
Kerry said, well, that's not the way to put it. All we want to do is stay below that 1.5, you know, increase that they're worried about at Celsius. And it says, we just have to make our decisions. Does this advance the 1.5 degrees or is it going to do more destructive and take us in the wrong direction? Saying it's not necessarily about ending fossil fuels, but it's about, you know, how to uh, right. you know, because limit you, their growth. You can't. That, that's impossible. New York Times had a story today that global fossil fuel emissions are rising. Mm. Gas, oil, Bump. and <laughs> oil, gas, and coal emissions rose by 1% in 2023. <laughs> Boys love fart jokes. Never ends. <laughs> well, he was sitting on it, so it kind of it muffled. Yeah, exactly. Deborah, but, you had uh, no comment on this yet. No, I know. no, no. Being a girl? Yeah. Uh, I'm a lady. I don't fart. <laughs> Vegans fart. Yeah, this guy's the head of the state-run Abu Dhabi National Oil Company. Yeah, so I, it would I, be expected he wouldn't want to do anything with fossil fuels to he, decrease their use. So he, he blew the cover off this whole thing. This is just a global scam. Uh, and there's a lot of people profiting from it. And he finally told the truth. And he had to tell the truth because he uh, he runs a, an enormous uh, oil company. So he'd had enough of this stuff. And it, what's funny is that nobody wants to host next year's conference. And if, Oh, is that right? Is yes. it every year? Yes, it's every year because this is COP28. And, and mm. the first one was in 1997. The last one I remember is the Paris Climate Accord. So that's years ago, though. Yeah, they have, Obama was president then. so They have one every year, but... Uh, Trump ignored them, right. Every number of years, they try to unleash their statement, right? Oh, it's, like, okay. it's like a new five-year plan or, or a 10-year oh, okay. plan, whatever. So uh, uh, apparently no country wants to host this. And according to their rules, hmm. then by default, it would go to Germany. And by default, this year's president would be next year's president. So this guy would be back running. Oh, he'd the conference. be around again. Yeah, that's oh. right. But oh. uh, they're they're they they've kind of hit a cul-de-sac. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's cooperating. That's the first time that I think you've used that analogy on the show. They hit a cul-de-sac. <laughs> it is. It's uh, immediately do a U-turn. Here's the countries that need to cooperate, such as China and India, refuse to. <laughs> All right, uh, we got more coming up. We got a. We're going to go back to the cow farts. Uh, interesting story in the El Segundo Times about what they're trying to do with the cow manure on the dairy farms. Mm -hmm. In California, they call digesters. It's a way of trying to converting them into energy. But it's a problem, say the environmentalists. It's interesting how we run into this, remember, with the solar and the wind. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they put them offshore. They put them out there in the desert, and it's killing plants and animals. And offshore, they think it might be affecting whales. Well, here's another aspect of that in which the environmentalists, some of them, don't like this idea of these digesters, which collect the cow manure. We'll get into that when we return. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. A special... Excuse me. <laughs> special farewell message coming up oh, right. after the... After the commercial break. Um, yes. And, and you know what? I posted a picture of Ken and I, you know, in honor of his second to last day. Ken hasn't responded to my text, but uh, people think but people think that it's a recent picture of us in, in masks. So I just well, want to yeah, say, no, this was taken many years ago. It's it's well, <laughs> it's, it can't be more than posted, three or four. OK, three or four years ago. It's a memory. <laughs> It's an honor of Ken leaving. Oh, just ignore Are, people. They're, they're upset over the masks <laughs> in yes, the photos. Yes, I'm they getting think all these being... comments, yes. Mask holes. Exactly. <laughs> 
You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. And yet another farewell message for Ken. So, Ken, uh, after 36 years, your marriage is done. And uh, you are leaving. And I know at KFI, we're no longer going to hear welcome back to the John and Ken show. And um, uh, frankly, it's a big, big hit to KFI. Obviously, you've been a huge part, not only of uh, the radio station, but of talk shows in general across the country. I mean, everybody knows who you are. And um, even though I hate to say this, because that's just not the way I roll, you actually are going to be missed. Uh, And it's kind of a nice feeling to end a career the way you're doing it, leaving at the high end of your career. So uh, good luck to you, not that you need it, in the future. And uh, I'm sure we'll run into each other again, although probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Who is that? Bill Handel. Oh, Bill Handel. Oh, (laughs) Another end of the drive equation here at KFI for uh, oh, 30 years, too, right? That's right. Yeah. And it's been uh, it's been a successful combination. And it is true. I have not seen him in a long time. Uh, obviously, the pandemic, nobody's been at the station. So, And even before that, because he was the morning and we were the afternoon, I would only run into him occasionally in yeah. the hallway. But that's very nice of him to say. It is very nice. I, I'm sure there'll be a message for you when your time comes to retire. From- <laughs> no. <laughs> He'll be in a, a coffin when that happens. You won't hear it. Yeah, well, John will die before the mic. These are the questions I keep getting, uh, which is often happens when I tell people, oh, yeah, I'm taking a vacation time. What's going to happen to the show? What, what, what do you mean? What's going to happen to the show? John will do the show alone. He'll be a substitute host. It's really hard to figure out. But people look at me with such concern. What happens then? Huh? And the same thing's happening now. Right. What's going to happen with John? Is John retiring too? Yeah, we're a couple. We're going to go off and live together on a commune. <laughs> no, I give him the same answer. He will die behind the mic. He has no desire. And probably die after handle. So I'm not going to get a... Man, he's a couple years older. Right? Yeah, I'm not going to get a farewell, farewell message from him. You don't know. I think he's a diehard, too. He may die behind the mic, so we'll see what happens between well, the two of you. That's, that's, the, that's the final challenge here. Who's going to uh, outlive the other? John's whole outlook on this was summed up by a story he told years ago when he went to a country club. He used to play tennis there or something. I don't remember. but uh, And you would yes. see the people in the death room, as you called it. <laughs> they were retirees who apparently went to the club and sat in a room where they played cards they or something. They played cards. Yeah, the waiting to die room. Wait, that's it. The waiting to die room. That's how we felt about retirement. And well, I, kind of I saw that's that. all we do is sit in rooms playing cards waiting to die. That's what I saw. Oh, look, Joe just keeled over. Okay. There's an opening. <laughs> It freaked me out. Actually, it did really scare me. And I could never I get that image out of my head. <laughs> I figure as long as I show up for work, I won't end up in that room playing then, cards with other guys who are... Because if your father-in-law situation, you were subjected to other uh, uh, well, yes, places where that, people are that, older. That and too. He was put I, in some kind of home, as I, was, I recall. I was in, yes, I was in too many nursing homes for my mom and my dad and my, my father-in-law. And it's like, no, I'm not taking that route either. So I figure <laughs> if I keep coming to the studio, they can't get me. That's right. And if you you know die before you get in that condition, I guess that's how you mm-hmm. want it, right? Right. And and uh, Deborah and Until I until you're farting like John Kerry. On a, Deborah and on I both mic. promise we'll come and visit you. Yes. And uh, oh, when I'm in the home, yes, Deborah will knit a blanket for you to drape across your lap, and <laughs> it'll be leopard, of course. And I'll push you around in the chair. And uh, I'm not that much older than you. Do you really think you're going to be in that better shape <laughs> if we live to a hundred? <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens. 
All right. Well, thank Bill Handel for the tribute. That's nice. Because um, I was trying to guess who you might round up. I did mm-hmm. not have him on the list. <laughs> so okay. All right. It was a short I, list. I thought it was heartfelt. I, I, I think I he really meant it. I, I, I believe he did. Uh, all right. So we're talking about uh, the climate change conference in Dubai and an associated story. And this is going back years on the John and Ken show. There's a politician we call Cal Fort Lara. Uh, he is now. Where is he now? In, in uh, he's the insurance, insurance commissioner. commissioner, Ricardo Lara. Yeah, right? he's ruining the insurance industry. He was like a state senator from Long Beach, and now he's the insurance uh, commissioner. But he was squawking years ago about what are we going to do when it comes to climate change? Well, not about the cars, but about the dairy farms and the cow farts and the cow belches. So one of the ideas that they came up with is what they call a digester. California is actually the country's leading dairy producing state. I just had this conversation with someone not too long ago when they thought Wisconsin was. But we're just a bigger state. 1.7 million milk cows, which belt and excrete copious amounts of methane, mm. a potent greenhouse gas, says the Times, capable of warming the atmosphere 80 times more than carbon dioxide. That's what Kerry. Over a 20-year period. That's what John Kerry blew out then at he the just, conference. He just Eight, melted the conference. 80 times more powerful. Oh, so instead of allowing the methane from the cattle waste, their poop, to escape into the atmosphere, these digesters, they're called, that's a terrible name too, right? <laughs> because you think about digesting food. They harvest the gas from the manure so it can be used to fuel heavy-duty trucks, generate electricity, or supply gas furnaces and stoves. So how about that? The next time you turn on your gas stove in the kitchen, it may have come from, a, from cow poop. Right, right from the cow, straight uh, to your stove. All right, we'll continue this story when we come back because the flip side of it is they're doing this on dairy farms. Many in the dairy industry in the state believe it is a good answer to capture the methane from the cow poop and the cow urine. But here come the environmentalists claiming that the residents are being harmed. Residents anywhere near these farms are being harmed by this uh, method of collecting this stuff. We'll tell you what that argument is. John and Ken, KFIA, I'm 640 live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640 on the radio from one until four and then after four o'clock john and ken on demand and uh next segment you are going to hear a uh short montage of one of the uh, greatest stories that we covered over the last 30 years Ooh, you'll want to hear it so make sure a you're montage. A, a montage of a uh, spectacular story that we covered you had to take a swipe at Handel. Left me a nice message, and you just said, oh, listen to me during the Handel show, listen to Christmas music. Well, he didn't leave me the message. He left you the message. You can be nice. Well, he kind of thought, said good things about the show. Kind of, kind yeah, of can. It was nothing about me, though, specifically. So I'm not <laughs> obligated. What a selfish one you are. Right to the last day. <laughs> just figure that out. <laughs> so I'm looking at a picture of the El Segundo Times. Water and cow manure flow through a feeding pen and into a grating that leads to a covered lagoon that's used to capture methane. That's funny, because whoever took this picture for the Times, one of the cows actually turned his head and is staring at him. Hey, what are you doing there? Huh? <laughs> that's disgusting. Hey, you're looking Don't at stand me. near that. It is a disgusting picture. It looks all swampy, and there's like, I guess it, some of the poop got trapped on the top of the grates. You can see the poop strung out there. It's disgusting. So the reason we're talking about this is apparently that's what they're doing in a number of the dairy farms in California because of the panic over uh, climate emissions. And they come up with the idea of a digester. And basically what they do is they root the pee and the poop and all the waste into these grates, down into a lagoon, and then they uh, somehow convert it into energy. The dairy industry says that they can achieve 22% of their needed emission reductions with this kind of technology. However, here come the environmentalists. They think that these pools of methane trapping spew lung-damaging pollution into local communities. And it's giving people things like asthma and other problems. What? Massive dairy farms are already among the largest polluters in the San Joaquin Valley, but residents worry that these digesters will make it even worse. And what we're talking about, according to this story, because there's some contention over just how dangerous it is, we're talking about, uh, like, ammonia that apparently is uh, one of the contaminants that could come from ammonia concentrations are very high. Uh, ammonia vapor, which can bind with vehicle exhaust and smoke tax emissions to form fine particulate matter, oh, good old FPM. Oh. When inhaled, the debris travels deep into your lungs, into your bloodstream, and it can cause swelling and scarring. You know what? What I've noticed now with these uh, with these uh, global warming uh, uh, technologies that they're trying to explore, exploit, or these uh, new green energy ideas, that you only please some of the environmentalists. 
And then you offend another group of these. Uh, yeah, that's what I jobs. said with the solar yeah. and, and the offshore wind. It's, well, there's these matches now going sure. between those who want to defend the plant and the wildlife and those who want to do the alternative energy sources or they want to cut back on well, methane pollution like in this case. In Jersey, it looks like the uh, offshore wind platforms that they're trying to build, just trying to build them and test out whether this system works, kills whales. It like screws up the whale, the whale's ability to send their uh, sonar messages sonar to each other. Messages, yeah. yeah, so there's a whole fight between two different uh, groups of environmentalists: the pro wind and the pro whale. Hmm. Well, I mean, they talk to some people in these towns in the San Joaquin Valley near these dairy farms, and they're claiming that they do have health problems. One guy says he developed asthma and sleep apnea. Then move. Yeah, maybe it is time to move. You got to move if if you don't want to put up with with the bad air from the industry that probably pays his uh, you know makes his living. He makes his living from. I, I don't. You know. You know what the tr what the solution to this is, and that's what these environmentalists really are getting at, is we have to stop existing. We should not be eating meat, and we should not be drinking milk. Yeah, no dairy. Yeah. That's what they're really after. And increasingly, I find, because everything is getting more radicalized and more extreme, and I'm starting to see now that some of these activists, some of these environmental groups are now broaching that idea that right. maybe we shouldn't be here since we are not only driving the cars and burning the gas and the oil, but why are we eating all this meat and why are we drinking all this milk? And it's like, okay, I guess, I guess I should just kill myself. Yes, that's right. You should just kill yourself. It's the subject of many movies I've seen in the past few years. There's some villain who decides the only way to save the planet is to, like, off half the population. Right. <laughs> the Avengers movie, the guy just makes you go, whoop, ding, you disappear. Half the population just disappeared. Right. And that solves all the environmental problems because they hold the earth above the human race living on the earth. So we are the enemy of the earth. They're sure, they're, therefore, we have to be offed. Yeah, I know. My feeling is we're, we're a speck. We really are. I think there's just this over. And oh. I, I think it goes back to this uh, thing that I've mentioned before, that people are just so full of themselves that they think they affect everything in life, including the fate of the planet. It's only up to us to save the world. No, no, this is it's a combination of hysteria and greedy scammers. It, it, if you can profit off a hysteria, you're going to make millions and millions of dollars. So that, uh, that's what one, that's what one group is doing. They're they're just they're feeding the hysteria because the more people believe that we're about to boil the oceans, the more money they're going to make in government contracts and subsidies. So the environmentalists in this story go on to say, well, if the, these digesters, quote, work, according to the farms, and it'll give them more and more to do more and more of this, to have even more dairy farms because they think they're taking care of the problem, and we can't allow that. Uh, the Times also says, this writer, but ammonia by itself is an issue. At high concentrations, it has the potential to shroud communities in a corrosive haze. It can foster more bacteria growth in waterways, result in large die-offs of fish. Wow. It can alter soil chemistry and hinder the growth of trees and plants. All that from a few dairy farms? I think this is kind of a, an exaggeration. It's, 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 it's like a counter hysteria. The original hysteria was the emissions from the cows are going to boil the oceans, right? Now the counter hysteria is there's going to be so much air pollution and death from wow. these uh, manure uh, capturing uh, technology. Well, the only answer is kill the cows. Yep. Well, 
And if we kill the cows, then there's no more food for us. Uh, well, these are the dairy cows, so this would be... Well, uh, there's well, there's, there's no, no beef more, cattle for you. No more They're different. Well, like, although we saw that story last year, and I wonder where this is still going to lead. That they started trying to taste the meat of the dairy cows, and someone said, "Delicious." <laughs> <laughs> Remember that story last yes. year? Yes. Well, they so they may be headed that way because they think after their dairy life is up, they're kind of old, and their meat wouldn't be very good. But someone tried it and thought it was buttery. Yeah, there is a, a limited <laughs> amount of dairy cows that are used for beef. It is, but they think that might change. That's a story yeah. I saw last year. I haven't seen anything new. Oh, all right. Either. I'd love to uh, test out the And the dairies the used to, they use water to flush the cattle waste into these large, uncovered manure lagoons. Oh, God, we've been doing this for hundreds of years, though. Why don't they shut up? Okay, there's no better way to run the, the planet than the way we're running it. We got a great farm system. We make, we breed lots of cows. We get lots of milk, lots of cheese, lots of butter, lots of meat, feeds lots of people. Because if we didn't feed all these people, then you'd be carping about, oh, the people, look at all the people who go hungry and are food insecure. It's like, well, what do you want? Which way do you want it? You want to feed the poor, feed the food insecure? All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Or we could all live like Deborah does. I'm very happy. And just eat plates of daffodils. Uh, <laughs> And avocado on the side. Don't That's forget. right. A little quinoa and kale. That's right. When we come back, oh, you got to hear this uh, flashback to the 1990s, the John and Ken Show, one of the most spectacular stories we covered. Uh, we'll get to that next. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. The next to last show for Ken, and we are celebrating. Is, uh, we're celebrating a radio icon. A legendary oh, voice. Oh, you're going to say icon. Okay. Sure. That's what the headline said. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to play some, uh, just a few old clips. Uh, I think we were called Radio Master, too. Another Radio Master? Yes. Radio right. Master is what you are. Uh, radio Master, Radio Icon, uh, Legendary. And uh, this, uh, obviously, still uh, maybe the biggest story that we ever covered. Take it back to the mid-1990s. We have a montage here. It's just a couple of minutes. But you will hear... Uh, the day we were on the air live when O.J. was getting chased back to his Brentwood house. You'll then hear our reaction right after the O.J. verdict. And then we made an appearance outside the O.J. civil trial and started yelling at O.J. as he came out the door. Uh, so just here, here it goes. We're tracking O.J. Simpson going north on the 405 freeway. Al Cowling's driving, Simpson in the back. With a gun, perhaps, trailed by 14 cops. He's going at about 45 miles an hour. All right, let's go to uh, Steve now in uh, La Tierra car phone. Ah, uh, yeah, I just had to pull over. The entire freeway was lined with people, with kids coming out, taking pictures. Taking their... pictures. It, it's very strange. It's very strange. And these people, everybody's excited and seem to be happy. And more video this cameras. This is not a farewell tour. And OJ, if you are listening to the radio, please end this. Turn yourself in and do not kill yourself. Do not hurt anyone. Because this is just uh, very sad. Very people sad. People cheering makes it sadder. Now making a left turn onto Sunset There's Boulevard. People There's waving. people in the street waving, jumping in front of moving cars to wave at him as he's going by. If, if he's going back to his Brentwood house and there's a bunch of people in there, do you let him in there? Do you risk him taking hostages? He's passing um, some uh, television. Heading right toward the media horde. And, uh, they pulled into his driveway, apparently. Mm -hmm. And now what happens? Somebody has walked over to the oh, driver no. door. Oh, wow. And there seems to be of... an altercation between a guy who walked up shoot? to the door. Two cops have showed up at the scene. 
Nobody has come out of the car. It's, it's, it's just sitting there with the lights flashing. There's no logic. There's no reason. There's no rationality. Please, nobody tell me that. I, uh, this what, American what? jury system is something to be proud of. This is disgusting. What is going to haunt got me? Away with, uh, man got away with double murder. The Kim Goldman's crying is going to haunt me for a long time. I could hear that crying, sobbing. She's sobbing, and there's freaks, I guess, outside cheering, cheering and, and pointing at the LAPD. Well, somebody killed those two people. Who was it then? Yeah. So who is the murderer? Show us the evidence in the trail to the real murderers, please. Somebody else with O.J.'s DNA, with O.J.'s genetic imprint, killed Ron and Nicole. Somebody else. I can see through the window of the stairway, yes. O.J. and his people are walking downstairs. Oh, you're From right. From the second floor where the right. courtroom... Here's O.J. Here he is. <laughs> murderer! 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 Liar! Murderer! Liar! Murderer! This is so good. This is so cool. Right. Murderer! Oh, I feel great. He's getting inside the sport utility vehicle. Murderer! Dark window with dark glass. Murderer! Oh, man. Oh, that felt good. Well, I'm sure he heard you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bet it really hurt him to hear you say that. <laughs> 29 years. You think he's still going to find the real killers? He still, Did he say he was going to spend the rest of his life doing that? He, he's walking the streets of Las Vegas. Bent over. We saw that picture a few weeks ago. Yeah. He's kind of hunched over and limping along. So uh, that was uh, between 1994 and 1996. There you go. That was it. That was the highlight of our KFI career. We were nuts. <laughs> were? No, no, Deborah. Those are the great days. I know. I know. You guys were amazing. You're still amazing. We've uh, we've got more of uh, magic moments coming up next hour. Magic moments. Magic moments. I like that. Uh, when we return, got a bit of a stunner. Steve Gregory's coming back on the show. KFI newsman. The man that's been charged with killing three homeless men around Los Angeles and the follow-home robbery and murder of what turned out to be an L.A. County employee at his home in San Dimas. Apparently, and we wondered why he was driving that brand new BMW. He got $700,000 personal injury payment from Santa Monica. $700,000 he sued following, quote, a 2019 accident he was run over by a city beach patrol vehicle. And you know that happens from time to time because they don't see people who are kind of uh, deep in the sand or whatever on the beaches. Oh, I, I see that. I see those. Uh, uh, they're, they're like Jeeps. And they drive really fast over the sand. And I'm always watching them to see if they're going to roll over a guy buried. Yeah. under. When, under when I go to the beach and I see the tracks, I don't park myself anywhere near that. Where the tracks are because they're coming back and forth. The the as you said, those beach jeeps. Yeah. I don't I don't park my chair or my blanket or anything near there because those guys don't look. If you fall asleep, right, yeah. they may not see you down there. They're not paying attention. They don't care. But if they roll you, over you, the uh, city has to pay a million dollars. So if you got seven hundred thousand dollars, why would he rob a guy in San Dimas? Why uh, would he kill three homeless men? Yeah, I don't... He seems to be more... I, I have a feeling, and I don't know this, but it sounds like he may have been homeless himself, at least at the time he got, uh, quote, run over. Yeah, maybe he blew all the money. Or maybe it's what Steve Gregory said uh, yesterday. It might have been a thrill kill. I, I guess. But yeah. we were wondering why he had that brand new BMW uh, that the, he apparently is a registered owner of. That's how they traced him. Uh, well, we'll get the full story uh, from uh, Steve... Because there's also 
some more stuff coming out about this man's criminal record, including an assault with a deadly weapon case in San Bernardino County five years ago. And, oh, what do you know? Three years probation. That's it. That's the old plea deal. So now, assault with a deadly weapon was apparently pled down to something minor, and he was let free for on probation. All right, we'll talk about that next. Uh, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 